Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Coming up this week, we're going to talk about the three things we hate most about living in Orlando. Coming up next. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Moving to Orlando show, coming to you from the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined this week in the studio by Realtors Ruben Cologne. Hi there. Josh Evans. Hello. And, of course, our producer, Mr. Corey Fiescanaro. Welcome. And uh, before we get started, um, it's a great show to push this on. If you're interested in purchasing a home in the Central Florida area, <laughs> please reach out to us. We can help you. Uh, one of these nice gentlemen here, of course, Sean Falk, my uh, business partner and co-owner in Moving to Orlando, can also help you. You can reach him, Sean, S-E-A-N, at movingtoorlando.com. And, uh, of course, Ruben at movingtoorlando.com. Josh at movingtoorlando.com. Pete at movingtoorlando.com. We all have email addresses. Um, or you can go to our website and fill out the contact form and, uh, it's a uh, Russian roulette who gets it. So, all right, this week I thought, um, let, let me preface this show by saying I love living here. I moved here 24 years ago. I wouldn't live anywhere else. I moved here from New Jersey. And that part of the reason why I probably love living here. <laughs> Sorry. I love Jersey. I love Jersey. Well, parts of Jersey. Agreed. Parts of Jersey. <laughs> um, but, you know, no matter where you live, I don't care how great it is, how wonderful it is, and how long your list of pros are for that place, there are going to be things you don't like. And I thought we should talk about three things we really don't like about living in Orlando. And we did discuss this before the show, and we all pretty much had the exact same list. Of course, some information has been added uh, to some items on this list that I wish I didn't know before, uh, but I'm going to share those with you. Uh, first, we're going to sh- uh, start off with the road that has recently, uh, again, apparently, uh, been named the deadliest road in America, and that is I-4. It's a major artery running through Orlando and the stretch between, uh, I think, I think they said Tampa and Daytona, uh, was, which is, I think is all of I-4, um, is considered the deadliest road in America. Now they're saying that because there were a certain number of accidents over a 15 year period. So I, I don't want to make it sound like you drive on I-4 and you will die. Uh, that's not, but it does now have this designation. I-4, the number of things about I-4 I hate. I could do a top five things I hate about I-4 show. Uh, first of all, it's constantly under construction. Okay? It's constantly under construction. Number two. There are, there's no police presence whatsoever on I-4. And I cannot for the life of me understand why. <laughs> and if you drive down I-4 at earlier in the morning, later in the evening, it really doesn't matter. But especially when there's less traffic, 
you are going to see somebody driving 120 miles an hour. Guaranteed. Weaving in and out of traffic. <laughs> and these natural selection candidates are the reason why, in my opinion, I-4 has this designation of deadliest road in America. But my other question is, where the hell are the cops? Every I never see police on I-4. Never. Unless there's already been an accident. Then they show up. Maybe if you kept an eye out for some of this crap and stopped these people when they're driving like lunatics, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it wouldn't be so bad. <laughs> so, yeah, I-4, for those two reasons alone, the construction, which, and the, well, the, tra- the three reasons, traffic, the traffic on I-4 yeah. in the morning and in the evening is, now it was glorious when we were in lockdown. It was glorious because you could drive down I-4 at three o'clock in the afternoon. I mean, you couldn't go anywhere because nothing was open, but if, you know, I literally had to get out of the house and I got in my car and I drove and the roads were all clear. I'm like, oh, this is lovely. I mean, of course, it's, you know, the world's on fire and it's the apocalypse, but I can drive. Um, but they're always, always doing, well, all the roads are under construction, all the, all the time, and rarely get any better. Oh, <laughs> you're absolutely correct. Now, you guys, because you, especially you two, you're on these roads all the time. Oh, yeah. Because you're doing showings and you're working with clients. Um, I know I-4 in between exits 64 and 55, the traffic is always bad. Oh, you've, you, you, you've been on that road so much, you've got it down to the exits. Yeah, <laughs> always. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, you know, you mentioned traffic being one of the biggest concerns when it comes to I-4 specifically. Well, uh, that's caused by, you know, a big castle known as <laughs> Disney yeah. World. Um, so, you know, that's a big, you know, tourist destination. So you have every, everybody traveling from all over, all different kinds of drivers. <laughs> some of the best, some not so much yeah. out there. You're using tur- and, turning signals? Maybe? Yeah, nobody yeah. uses turning signals. No. <laughs> well, because they're not even sure if they're supposed to be turning or not. Right. <laughs> so they're trying so to true. figure that out. Um, oh. no, that's exactly the concern when it comes to the traffic on I-4, and that's the cause of it. You know, there's a whole bunch of people traveling. Not saying this, you know, I have anything against tourists. You know, come to our state, visit us. But, you better not have anything um, against tourists. <laughs> exactly. Um, but no, uh, it's just, it creates a lot of traffic on I-4. And that tends to be one of the things I hate the most about uh, the Orlando areas. Just because of the amount of traffic, how backed up it gets. How crazy some of these drivers get. Because they'll go from, wait, I'm supposed to get off of the exit. And you see them trying to reverse and get back because yeah. they know they're going to have to go all the way around to get off of that exit. So they're like, no, I'm not doing that. So then they're reversing one, you know, all the way back to that last exit while upcoming, you know, a major road traffic yeah. coming towards them. And, you know, that goes back to the, you know, accidents. <laughs> I mean, you have people reversing back on those roads. So I know yeah. I, I went this weekend, I went on Sunday to, or yeah, Sunday, I believe it was, I went down to Tampa and I saw one Florida Highway Patrolman and probably three or four accidents all the way on the yeah. way there. No, it's, it, and it's, it's really just a cautionary tale about being very mindful when you're driving on, especially driving on I-4 anywhere in Florida. 
but in particular on I-4. All right, number two on the list of things we hate about living in Orlando, bugs and wildlife. Bugs and wildlife. That is, that, let's talk about the bugs first. It is a reality of living here. Okay? It is a tropical environment. The bugs are out. And everybody's got an exterminator. As a matter of fact, when you find a good exterminator, you hold on to them with both hands and you don't let go. Um, and you will get to like, you'll be like inviting your exterminator and his family over for like Christmas. Like, oh, why don't you come and because you'll see him so much. Um, this is a big deal. This is a big deal because we get bugs. And if you, I don't know, accidentally leave a door open in your house for any length of time, things like, uh, snakes. That happens. I accidentally left my back door open once. And thank God I wasn't here. My niece Melanie and her boyfriend were. Um, and I get a I get a text from her. There's a snake in the kitchen. And I'm like, oh my God, thank God her boyfriend was here because I'm like, I don't know what to do. What kind was it? It was black. Okay, that's, that's safe. <laughs> yeah, it was it was not poisonous. We call those no probes. No probes, yeah. <laughs> And he managed to take one of the things from my pool table. Like, it's like, for like, uh, you know, you put, I, I can't describe it. There's a name for it and I can't think, but he took this thing and he got the snake on it and he put it outside. Um, <laughs> I remember this is when I was still with Walter. I was in my bathroom using my bathroom. And I have a big bay window in my bathroom, big, huge bay window. And I'm looking and I notice there is something laying on the ledge moving. And it took me a minute to realize there was a snake in my bathroom. I'm on the phone with Walter because he was nature boy. He's nature boy on the phone with Walter going, get your ass over here and do something about this. And Walter, like, doesn't think anything about it. He comes in, he goes up, he grabs the snake. And he knew it wasn't poisonous. Yeah. I didn't know that. As far as I was concerned, we were all going to die. <laughs> um, he comes in, he grabs the snake, and it bites his arm. And his arm is bleeding. And he's still like, no, 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 like, no big deal. I'm like, okay, well, God bless you. God bless you. Um I was also made aware by someone who's in the studio, but not on camera right now, who used to work at Disney and has introduced a new bug into my, my, my lexicon that I will never forget. And I may have to burn my house down. Gator ticks. I'm going to have fiasco. Make sure you put a picture of What's this up. Right up. Now? That apparently, like, these things can show up in pools, like at Disney World, and you don't want to be anywhere near. They're venomous? They're poisonous? No, not really. Well, whatever they are, look at it, this Jurassic-ass thing <laughs> that's going to eat your children. Yeah. It's going to eat your children. Um, now, I have been here 24 years. This is the first time I'm hearing about a gator tick. 
So obviously, this is not something that is rampant. But are either of you going into a pool ever again? Nope. After hearing about that? <laughs> it's like, nope. maybe. See, the thing is, <laughs> I'm a huge fan of the water parks. So, yeah, I'm terrified, but you know, I might, I'll be cautious now. I'm going to be looking around and be like, all right, you know, this looks clear. This looks good. Um, I'm still going to go into <laughs> these pools, but yeah, they're, they're terrifying. Like, I'm, I'm going to have nightmares. No, I've just, been handed, I've just been handed this. They often lie motionless at the bottom of a body of water attached to various objects where they wait for prey to come near. Then they strike injecting oh oh well they are venomous injecting a venomous digestive saliva oh, God. although their bite is excruciatingly painful it is of no medical significance yeah i'm moving i'm okay on that <laughs> <laughs> i'm moving <laughs> i'm not i'm not um now i will this say- must be this may, this may be the single most counterintuitive show i have ever produced <laughs> We are we are called moving to Orlando, and I am sitting here talking about stuff that lives that like lays motionless and waits for prey to come by, and then excruciating pain. Move to Orlando, but no, these yeah. things are here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we still want you to move here, of course, because maybe it'll bite you and not me. So the more people, the better. But yeah, so that's a gator tick, and the other thing we've heard about this week are the reemergence of fuzzy caterpillars. And from what I understand, um, Seminole County Public Schools shared a warning from the Florida Department of Health about the white-marked tussock moth caterpillars and their annual resurgence in Florida. So this is a yearly thing. They come out and have a party. Uh, that children may experience these things in the yard or the playground. And parents should know what to do in case they get stung. Um, it, it doesn't, it's like, it's not deadly or anything, but you'll get a rash and it's going to be uncomfortable. Um, and there are instructions for what to do if this horrifying thing attaches itself to you. But so we talk about bugs and wildlife. I mean, gators, if there's a body of water, there's a gator and apparently they carry ticks. Um, I don't know, but I, everybody's seen a gator, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've all, yeah. if you've lived here for any length of time, you will have seen a gator. Usually like on the side. No, you haven't. No. Yeah. The intern I, hasn't. I was about to say, um, I've actually lived here my entire <laughs> life. I've never seen a gator out in the public. And I know that's strange to say. So I've lived here my entire life. I've never personally seen a gator or crocodile out in the public. I've seen them at Gatorland. I've seen them uh, down farther south in the Everglades, like area, like when I visit down there. Every but. single time, every single time I drive to either Cape Canaveral or Port Canaveral out on the coast, going out that road, I it, every single time there's a gator on the side of the road. Every single time, and you got to watch because sometimes they'll cross the road and. You should not run over them because they're living things and you shouldn't run over living things. They may also do some damage, I think, to the underside of your car. Yeah, tires. But, um, you know, we've developed a lot of property in areas where they normally live. 
And now they're, and they're just looking for a body of water. They're, it's what they want. So yes, there are stories, again, not common of people going out to their pool in the morning and, oh, look, yeah. <laughs> look, honey, we have a new pet. Um, so it's a reality. It's a reality. But finally, the thing I hate most. It's also the thing I love most, the weather. Um, if you don't like the weather in Florida, wait 15 minutes, it's going to change. That's commonly bantered about. Of course, there's heat. We are coming into the sauna, uh, the sauna season, uh, as I call it, which is pretty much uh, May through October, uh, where we have a lot of humidity and it's just very, very humid. And of course, we get our storms, which if I'm looking at the sky correctly, one's about to hit. Um, and they come out of nowhere sometimes and they're torrential and crazy. Then, of course, you know, we have hurricanes. We have hurricanes. Um, now, again, lived here 24 years and I've lived through more than a few hurricanes. I mean, it's not ideal. I mean, nobody like enjoys it. Well, there might be a couple of crazy people who do, but the the the, the news stations, the local news stations, love it. They love it. Um, and, but I mean, it goes like you live in the Midwest, you run the risk of tornadoes. You live in California, you run the risk of wildfires and earthquakes. I mean, there's there's stuff, right? There's just stuff everywhere. For me, but I, of those things, I'd rather choose a hurricane. Honestly, if I had to choose between tornadoes, wildfires, or earthquakes, yeah, um, I'll, I'll take uh, hurricanes. And also to include snowstorms. For me, mm. there's nothing worse than the cold, the snow, feeling trapped, and it just being just so brutally cold. I'm going to take the heat any day over the freezing cold. Well, that's it. Every time, every time I I go outside and. Like you'll shower and you're all nice and clean and you go outside and before you get to your car, it's like you ran a marathon. I mean, you're just like drenched with sweat. Um, but when I complain about it, I remember the last winter that I lived in New Jersey when we got 30 some odd inches of snow and it was literally up to my waist and the entire state shut down for like four days. Um and that, you know, every winter was all about you got to scrape the ice off your car and you got to drive on the ice. And oh, my God. Don't miss the blizzards. I do not miss it. I do not miss that weather at all. Don't miss it at all. Yeah. Um, what about you, Ruben? Yeah. Um, so as I've said before. You're a Florida here. boy, so you have no concept <laughs> of blizzards, right? Um, no, I do not. Um, have you seen snow? I have. So I lived in Delaware for a year. Um, I stayed there with my, now she's my fiance, but back then she was my girlfriend. Uh, we were, uh, we decided we wanted to move to Florida or Florida, move to Delaware for a year or, and potentially live our lives there. I spent winter up there and I'm like, nope, nope. <laughs> I'm going right back down to Florida. So we came right back down to Florida. Um, so it's tough. So as Pete said earlier, um, we all pretty much have the same list um, as the top three, um, you know, worst things about living in Orlando. Um, specifically, I feel weather because I said weather specifically because for me, um, it took all my power to actually 
uh, admit that heat is a bad thing. I actually consider it a good thing. Um, but what I don't a like lot about, of people like the yeah. heat. A lot of people do like it. I'm just not one of them. Yeah, I, I, I love the heat. Um, and I wish it would just stay hot throughout the entire Oh, year. shut up. <laughs> you know, I always say, look, you know what? I got to deal with four months of sauna to get eight months of spring. Because that's really what it is. Once, so, and that's why, like, you know, in the November, December, January, February, March, anytime it's cold out, I have every window open. I'm like, I want to remember every moment of this for when it's 95 degrees with 95% humidity and you want to die. Um, that's funny because I'm the opposite where whenever it's like 70 degrees, I'm cranking up all the heaters I can (laughs) at 70 degrees. Everybody in the Northeast and the Midwest who's listening to this just <laughs> is getting, is putting together a voodoo doll of you. It's 70 degrees is cold. <laughs> Bitch, come live where I live. <laughs> Especially the winter these guys have had oh, no. this year. It's been awful. So don't take it out on him. He's a Florida boy. He doesn't know any Sorry. better. He doesn't know any better. I mean, those of us from the Northeast, Josh, Fiasco, myself, we understand. We understand. But that was actually one of the that, – that was what got me out of Jersey was the blizzard, that, that, that one blizzard. I'm like, as soon as I get a chance to go, I'm, go, I'm never again am I dealing with this. When I went to go out to my car and there was snow up to my waist and I'm trying to get my car, I'm like, what the hell am I living here for? Yeah, who, lives, right. who lives like this? Who lives like this? So here I am. And because because I came here, you're all here. <laughs> all here. Well, you're here because of me. Right there. Joshua is here because of me. Joshua watched him come out of his mother, mm. Evans, is here because <laughs> of me. But, yeah, so it, it, it really uh, – and, again, all these things considered, and I'm being honest, would you live any – would you want to live anywhere else? Uh, me personally, no. Um, I've tried it for a year. Immediately, I had to come back. And it's, you know, these are huge cons for the weather. You know, the rain constantly raining and stuff. It's bad. The traffic on I-4, you know, horrible. And, yeah, the bugs and well, I know Not the most exciting things. That being said, um, I lived here my entire life. I moved. Um, I lived in Orlando for about eight years. And then I moved to Claremont for the rest of my life, um, except for that one year. And I which is like, like I lived on this side of the street. Now I live on that side of the street. I mean. <laughs> yeah, it's, they're literally 30, 40 minutes away from each other. So, um, but no, I, I was pretty much born and raised in Florida, and I've been here my entire life. And I will not ever consider moving anywhere else. This is where I want to be. Uh, this is where I'm going to stay, and hopefully, this is where you all want to be too. Now, Joshua, you just made the move like within the last year. Yeah. And I definitely do not regret it. Uh, my husband doesn't either. Um, you know, you live up in the snow in the winters and everything in New Jersey, and then you come down here and you get a taste of that sun in the spring and the Florida winter, and you just don't want to go back to shoveling. And when it does get crazy hot, you remember Florida winter, like, right. okay, that's coming next, so I'm yeah. all right. Yeah. I'm all right. Fiasco, you? Any yeah. regrets? So when I, I spent the first 20 years of my life in Massachusetts, and then I spent many, uh, a few years in California and then back to Mass. And I knew after that first winter 
that I would never live in a place that had real winter ever again. So it was between California and Florida. We picked Florida. I am so glad that we did. And the only situation that ever exists with me potentially living in the Northeast again is me being a snowbird and like just being retired with multiple properties. Okay, well, then, yeah, it would have to be retired because you're not going anywhere, dude. I'm, <laughs> no, no, no. I'll hunt you down. I'll hunt you down like a dog of the night. I'm you ain't leaving me. I'm staying in Florida. You're not leaving me. Men always leave. <laughs> All right. That's going to do it. I, I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, the next show that we do is going to be the reasons we love being in Orlando. So stay tuned for that. That'll be next week. Hope you enjoyed our show. We'll see you again next time.